0: interrupt our program to bring you this important message. This is not a drill. This is an emergency. We knew the world would not be the same. Two people busy 24 hours it appears Um, we've had two mass shootings I was originally going to sit here on my front porch and yes I am sitting on my front porch therefore if there's any noise it is not my fault it is the front porch's fault but I was originally going to sit here on my front porch and talk about the Democratic debates and how every time the the guy from montana bullock speaks i feel like i'm waiting watching a late night infomercial which billy mays is trying to sell me some sham wow or something and i will be completely disappointed if in his concession speech he doesn't say i just realized that this is a sham wow but other than that i really have nothing to add um Tulsi had a really good moment with Kamala Harris in which she made Kamala Harris look like the cop she is. Um. Now the whole Trump was a Russian agent has turned to Tulsi as a Russian agent, and that was to be expected because they have no other defense. Pretty soon she'll be a racist and a Nazi and who knows whatever else they decide to call her. Um. Beto tried to tap into his inner libertarian by getting by by discussing things uh, from an individualist point of view. And it makes you wonder <coughs> how much these people actually pay attention and think about pandering to the libertarian school of thought and libertarian voting base that that you'll hear them discussing choice and um individualism in in the middle of a collectivist fucking ritual but otherwise i really have nothing to add that hadn't been said on other platforms uh but I wanna to touch on these shootings. I wanna I don't really spend a whole lot of time talking about shootings. I don't I just I don't because I think these things are symptoms. I don't think the shooting in itself is the problem. The shooting is a result. Stop, Pinky. And um Skafe. Skafe. And sorry, um, the the shooting is is a symptom. It's 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 a result of other things. And I read the manifesto from the El Paso shooter. Um, at this point in time, when I'm recording this, I don't know much about what went on in Dayton, other than this guy shot and killed nine people, and there were sixteen injured. So I don't know other than that. But Um, in El Paso this guy wrote a manifesto and it wasn't, I mean, you can tell the kid wasn't an idiot and he was a kid, 21 years old. He wasn't a total fucking moron. But here's the problem. we we live in an age in which communicating only with those people within your bubble, is or within your line of thought is the most accepted form of communication people are unwilling and libertarians are are just as guilty of this as anybody else but they're unwilling to go outside of their comfort zone get other um points of view And there's an essence of that that will radicalize people um, because they begin thinking that other points of view are violent or other points of view are illegitimate or a threat to their way of life. And when I was reading through the manifesto, a few things came to mind. But the first thing that popped into my head was as he was talking about the invasion of immigrants from other nations into the United States, I was thinking about Rick Perry's um, campaign in, I think it was 2008 or 2012. And he was, he kept saying that. Immigration without assimilation is an invasion. Now, at, at the time, this kid was 10 years old. But, I mean, was it were his parents going around repeating these talking points? Was this the atmosphere he was raised in? Is this how he was taught to believe? There are a lot of things that we don't know. What we do know is that in his manifesto, he wrote about a few things, least of which, not the least of which, was the Hispanic invasion of Texas. And I say that in quotes because that's how he described it. It was a Hispanic invasion of Texas. As if Texas were a European nation. He calls them the instigators. So he felt like he was defending his nation. And he, he talks about this several times. That this is, he feels like he is carrying out the duties placed on American citizens by the founders in, in certain ways. He talks about political reasons and he blames both Democrats and Republicans um, that they've been complacent or involved in replacing the whites and turning the white man into a minority. Uh, Democrats are going to have a monopoly on the electorate and they are importing... An election base these are these are not new talking points these are all things we've heard these are all things that are out there in the public view that we can see Um, I'm not going to get into the conspiracy side of this I'll just mention there was originally Um, witnesses that testified to seeing four shooters, not just the one. There was originally reports that multiple shooters, I think it was three shooters, were in custody. Uh, They've narrowed it down to this one guy. As Pete pointed out earlier, it always works that way. There's always three, four shooters, and they narrow it down to one guy. And as I said, given this happened at a Walmart, it's a little strange because in 2015, people of Texas went crazy over Operation Jade Helm, and the fact that Walmarts were closing in order for the military to... Uh, conduct operations out of Walmart facilities and it's a little questionable to say the least that there might be something here that's connected to Operation Jade Helm and if you don't remember that I mean it's easy to find you can google it you can find it you can look it up it's it's really it's really easy to look into but it was such a big stink that the Number one media source in Houston, the Houston Chronicle, was forced to address the subject. So, this is not some crazy kook conspiracy. This is something the Houston Chronicle actually did have to address at the time in 2015. And, you know, in order to calm the public, because there was this belief. But other than that, you have to look at what is self-defense. When does self-defense start? At what point is an act self-defense? If Antifa truly believes, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that neo-Nazi white supremacists, Or taking over the government. Isn't there a justification that. Of self-defense. In the acts of violence or murder. If they. If this is truly the case. Shouldn't these tyrants be stopped. Before they get to power. And on the other side of the spectrum. If this boy truly believes that immigrants into the nation are invading to take over and conquer the nation from within, to topple the United States as we know it and turn it into another Mexico or an extension of Mexico. Is there not some element of self-defense in his actions, if that's what he truly believes? This isn't an excuse for his actions, but by living in a world in which only those opinions that justify or corroborate with your own are the opinions that you're exposed to it's quite likely that you're going to be pushed to an extreme you'll be pushed so far from any nuance into a corner of extremism and when i when i say extremism i mean terrorism political violence I'm not talking about opinions because people can still have radical opinions while being exposed to other ideas I'm a perfect example I have very radical opinions I have very radical ideas about what government is for if it's useful at all yet I don't close myself off from other chains of thought. And the reason I don't close myself off from other chains of thought is how am I supposed to understand what they are saying to an extent in which that I can speak their language and arguments to them in such a way that they will understand it. Because if you can't communicate, if you're speaking two different languages, if you're totally On another page you're 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 so disconnected from the person next to you or the person that you're having a conversation with that nothing comes across as a coherent thought what what are your methods of violence because what else can be understood So though I have a rooting and I have a preference of the language I would like to be, like, used, doesn't mean that I'm incapable of looking at other arguments, seeing other points of view, and communicating with those people in ways that possibly can't communicate with the people of my audience. Either which way, I'm not trapped in a world in which I can't communicate. I talk to conservatives. I talk to progressives. I talk to people that disagree with me all the time. And I do it in order to understand better how to communicate with those people in a more coherent manner. In which people are to your left. But those in power, those in D.C., those in the political structure. And when you look at these extremists, these terrorists that commit these acts, they're unable to see that they are just puppets and their strings have been pulled by these elites in a divide-and-conquer strategy putting them in a situation of complete extremism, putting them in a situation where their only method of communication is violence, putting them in a situation where their only method of communication is violence against people they don't understand. And whereas this guy goes on within his manifesto to discuss, he could never take an American life. He couldn't. He couldn't bear the thought of executing an American. But those fucking invaders got to go. And he was real specific about that. He was real specific that he may lose the nerve. So he had to act now. He was also real specific that he would not be taken alive. Yet he was. And if somebody... Had spoken his language, if one of us, only one of us, had spoken this kid's language, maybe he could have been stopped. Maybe he could have been reasoned with. Maybe someone could have talked to him and had a conversation with him and told him, hey, yo, this ain't the way to go. That that rhymed. I like that, hey, yo, this ain't the way to go. It's like a new Ramon song, so, but you can't if you're if you're talking two different languages, if you're discussing things in such a way that other people don't know what exactly you're saying um a good example of this would be. Uh, I don't know. So when you're talking to a mutualist, let's say, and this mutualist is trying to tell you that you're, well, maybe you are discussing the same thing from two different points of view. You can, you can be the same conversation from different points of view, trying to express very similar fucking outcomes but you're talking two different languages. Let's say for example we're a conversation about welfare, right? And the and, and somebody tells you, "Well, you're just repeating the talking points of corporations or the rich that you don't want to help the poor, right?" Well, what should your rebuttal be to that? Should it be like, "No, it's not that. It's taxation is theft. Should that be, Or should your rebuttal be like, no, wait, hold on. The number one welfare we need to end is corporate welfare. The number one thing we need to stop. Before we take away entitlements from poor people or impoverished people, we need to focus on the, the truly, the true crimes going on here. We got a government subsidizing corporations to choke off competition in order to enrich the politically fucking connected. So take offense to it. What they're hearing you say when you say, oh, we should end welfare is, well, only the rich should have money. And what you should be saying is like, no, 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 no we're giving welfare to other countries. We're giving welfare to billionaires, millionaires, and their corporations. This should stop, period. We can worry about the being spent on the impoverished at a future date. Now, do I agree programs that that agree with those programs. But I'm actually able to say, oh, you know what? There are more important things than stopping food stamps. There are more damaging welfare programs than public housing. Right? So those are things that you can get on board with. Those are That's a language that you can both speak, right? When you're able to see through that, that divide and how to each other to communicate with people that have different thought patterns than you that maybe look at things slightly different than you do that come at things from a different angle. I'm not saying I'm saying be civil in order to, to express where the anxious, this, fucking energy ought to be pointed at is at the elite at the rulers right you can't tell somebody who's a progressive first for instance taxation is theft and expect them to be on board but if you can sit them down and talk to them and say hey do should your money spent on sign on On executing these regime change wars and executing these wars that you don't agree with or should that money would that money be better served in another area would it be better something that you are more likely to support they can get on board with that right because they understand i don't want my fucking money like wasted on some bullshit you know i'm I'm working my ass off and you're taxing me, and you're taking that money, and you're spending on some bullshit. Well, let's talk about the bullshit that the money's being spent on, right? Well, this guy didn't have the ability to have these conversations with people who thought different than him in any way that was more nuanced. And it turned into a violent rage within a Walmart. And given that whenever something happens or whenever something bad happens <clears throat> where does the attention turn? Oh, well, we just need more power. We have to get take more and more control over our lives and what we're allowed to own and what we're allowed to do and what we're allowed to say and what we're allowed to think, where we're allowed to go, how we're allowed to get there, who we're allowed to interact with. We need government involved in this. We need government to choose these parameters for our lives so that we don't have to think for ourselves. Because it's a dangerous fucking world and government keeps us safe. And I call bullshit. The idea that anybody in government is upset about this this tragedy It's fucking ridiculous because they know that the people's instinct is going to be to ask them to take more power and do something about it. And that's what they want. They want more power. They want about it. They want everyday lives. Yeah, useful idiot for government control and for government power. And you get the same thing on the left. where These people act as useful idiots. Now, I took some heat a while back because I made a post. And I said, Black Lives Matter was mistaken, made a mistake by not standing up with the Bundy at the Bundy Ranch. Is making a mistake by attacking citizens instead of government. And I took some flack. Well, these communists this and these communists that. And Antifa is a terrorist organization. This, that, and the other. Okay, fine. That's fine. It doesn't again. Let's get. Let's quit putting the public in a situation to be further. By government. That's my point. Because when the public is attacked by Antifa, the public turns, says, we advise police to police this area and to get these people under, But it doesn't get people under control. What it does is it affects private citizens. It doesn't just affect Antifa, if it affects Antifa at all. So my point in all of that was stop bringing the public. Get the public out of it. Focus your... Protests and your attention and your attacks on those that are responsible for these things. Get yourself out of the bubble. Learn how to talk language of somebody you disagree with where they're coming from. Quit radicalizing yourselves your life. Because we're all fighting like in in, in the end, we're all the same enemy. The same is is this monopolistic myth that continues to take control of actions of society and of our lives. This entity is the United States government. That entity is the the enemy is not the or the, the illegal that crossed the border barefoot without knowing how to even say hello in English. They're not the enemy. Most likely, they're a victim of the enemy. So, if if people were to stop following the propaganda, stop taking their aggressions out on the citizen population, point their aggressions and their frustration at the political establishment where it belongs, creating these divides, the ones that are instigating these divides, that are fueling these divides, the ones that started these divides in the first place. Then you can get away from the more extremist elements of these shooters. Because it least of us in mind. This is something they did to us some basic training. They didn't want me to get along with my bunk mate, they just wanted us both to hate the same person enough to get along. And that's what it boils down to. I don't have to agree with you politically. I don't even have to agree with your strategies. But if we're both focusing on the same fucking enemy, I'm less likely to give for it. I can come out and say, oh, well, you know, I may not like the tactics, but those fuckers had it coming. You know? Instead, we got everyday citizens, 21-year-old kids, getting hooked into these bubbles to where they're just gation, much of which is false, pumped into their brains. They're left with no other choice of communication other than they don't know how to have a discussion with anybody who thinks differently than them because they don't even understand what each other are saying. You know, one person may say that that if you're a conservative and you call somebody Antifa, it's the same thing as a liberal calling a conservative a racist in the mind of a conservative. But when a liberal hears you say, oh, you're Antifa, they think, yeah, I'm anti-fascist. So what's wrong with that? And when a liberal calls a conservative a racist, the conservative hears, oh, I can't beat you in an argument, so I'm just going to call you names. Well, you got to get past that. (laughs) That's the divide. And this divide is (coughs) perpetrated at the highest levels of power. The DNC comes up with these, these schemes. The FBI, the CIA, the RNC, people are the ones devising these divide-and-conquer strategies that people are falling into, creating a situation into which people are unable to communicate, un- unable to, as is the wrong word, but unable to, to understand each other, and, and, and it r- leads to violence. Because suddenly... If this person is not open to the lines of communication, they must be evil or they must be trying to harm me. So I must defend myself. I must defend my nation from these invaders. I must defend myself. I must defend my nation from the possibility of Nazis taking over. Yet everybody wants to. Kill. That's just a tool. The gun is the tool used. Violence was going to happen one way or the other. Not because the gun existed. Legally gotten bombs, he would have used bombs. If the only thing he had a knife, he would have used a knife. If he got could have gotten a hold of an eighteen wheeler and run a bunch of, sure he would have done that. Because the means isn't the goal. The ends is. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter how he did the acts of violence. It doesn't matter how he committed the acts of terrorism. He was going to do it. But why? What put him in a situation where he felt like the only he had, relevant action he could take in his life, in this country, People in our- what brought him to that ex- that point? Some people are going to accuse him of being mentally. The entire United States is living in depression. Everybody's medicated. He's not the only one that's mentally ill. Who caused it. What got us here? Why? Why does it continue? They're a result of something. I contest they're a result of going of government in people's lives. How much it actually fucking matters who the president is, how much it actually fucking matters as well as a cultural divide. Smith was able to point out the other thing about and it's something I talked to my wife about and I'm sure tired of hearing it and she's going to have to sit here and say, but why is it that if your great 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 grandfather happened to be black you're black if no one else in your family was ever black why, why do we have to separate each other into these categories when do we get to the point where where it's like okay Look, yeah, you're half Cherokee, half black. What race are you? What? Why? What does it matter? You're a human. You're a person. Right? And the fact of the matter that there is a one-drop rule in the United States of America adds on to the racial elements of these attacks to the the fact that these people think that you're chasing them. What they don't know, recognize is that some of the community that is considered Hispanic or black have one Hispanic or black family member three, four generations ago, and they're perfectly white, and they're just considered Hispanic or black. But if you look at them, first appearance, you'd never even guess it. Yet they think there's this war on being white. Why do they think that? Because. Why do they? They're they're being eliminated from the conversation by proxy culture. That drop of any minority within your blood, you are no longer white. This is exactly what got Elizabeth Warren into trouble. Old Pocahontas over there, talking about at the last <laughs> debates. When I graduated high school, my parents were so broke they couldn't afford to send me to a good college. First thought that popped in my head: being a Native American. That's exactly what I thought. Not that she went to some pu- community college. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, so you lied about being a Native American in order to get a scholarship, in order to pursue a career. But why? Why do you have to do that? What does that one drop of blood mean? it? And if you, you go off of visualizations, okay, yeah, sure. Some people have blonde brown hair. Some people have red hair. What does it matter how often you discriminate against somebody based upon eye color or whether or not they have a discolored mole whether or not their arm hair is the exact same color as their leg hair like what the fuck does it matter. Like what? What are these? What are these characteristics that matter so much that you're going to convince an entire group of the population that they no longer matter and that they're not going to exist? And once you get to the point to where you can understand, actually have a fucking any relevance that they actually don't fuck only then can you get to a point where you can get beyond these things we are in 2019 and race is the most important thing that anybody can talk about fuck or who i want to fuck me With knowledge i have a dick or a pussy which don't matter one way who fucking cares we're all just people and it doesn't fucking matter none of it fucking matters yet we're into these divided, into these corners we're pushed into these tribes as if the defining characteristic of my character is how many freckles i have whether or not i'm capable of having freckles the color of my skin the pigmentation of my fingernails how blood vessels burst in my eyes on a daily basis? Like, it's just insanity to me. And this kid, this 21-year-old kid, that has to serve a sentence for the crimes he committed, obviously, because they were heinous crimes, horrible. But in some ways, this kid is a victim of this complete creation of divisiveness that we continue to perpetrate today and too many people allow the media or politicians to control these narratives and to push these narratives and to make it so and i'm just why don't you just stop why don't you just say fuck them me i don't give a shit And if I see somebody being discriminatory based on somebody's race, I'll tell them how arbitrary their fucking choice of discrimination is, how much of a fucking jackass they are, how much of a fucking idiot they are, and that these things shouldn't matter to anybody because we're all just fucking people in the end. All of us are born with the same organs. We bleed the same color blood. We're just trying to live our lives and be left the fuck alone. That's all I got. I'm Tommy Salmons. Late. training courses. It it, it, it reminds you of the uh, uh, the glory of the American experiment. You take on the intelligence community. They have six ways from Sunday of getting back at you. I I was the CIA director. We lied, we cheated, we stole. Entire training courses. It it, 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 it reminds you of the uh, uh, the glory of the American experiment.